AGM coming in, and we're back. Greedy drops his soap, while Dane's dropping facts. Three's better than two if you understand the meaning. White boy up, so we introduce Keenan. Mercenaries in underwear, they can stay put. We have football on our tongues, just minus the foot. Rugby league group showers while drinking for claims. And we're bringing this bullshit any given Monday. I said any given Monday. Yeah, any given Monday. Any given Monday. Yeah, any given Monday. I said any given Monday, baby. No reason. Yeah, the three of us. Yeah, well, no, was, we can still get a photo after the fact. You know, we can just get. When's when's Maddie coming home? I don't know. Or we can just set one up in the in the thing and just do a timer. You know, three, ten, ten seconds countdown. Just stand there. Yeah. Like fucking cocksuckers. At least you know Keenan's <laughs> thumb's gonna stay up the whole time. <laughs> that reclaim, that's sweet, man. Yeah, it's freebies, bro. Yeah. Sick. And I got a tubby cool and shit. And how oh, did bro. you get? So you got What's his name again? The fucking cunt with the burnt nose. Um, he told me like six times. We're recording now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Uh, fucking Matt, isn't it? Oh, I can't remember. Bro, I can't remember shit. I'm pretty sure it's Matt. Yeah. Well, he hooked me up. Fresh hooked me up. Brand new hat. Brand new stubby cooler. Gave me a few free beers. I got to pull my own at the start. There was pretty sick. So. Yeah, it was good checking in, checking in with the Brooklyn boys did up you, there at Sandstone Point. Did you work in there for a bit? It's poor. Nah, Spain. but I was standing around there like a bloody barfly all day, just chilling out with my bro. It was pretty cool. Did yeah. they ask you to do a live podcast? Or <laughs> <laughs> get the phone out and start recording. Nah, but it was good. They, it was um, a good chance to get on something else because they weren't selling golds there because they were sold out in like the first hour. And then I saw the Brooklyn tent. And I was like, oh, shoot down there. Bang, I was on the pale ales for about three hours before they absolutely dropped me in half. And were they pouring or just cans? Pouring. Oh, pouring. sweet. So, yeah, I was um absolutely fucking listed after about two hours. Ridiculous. I was started on the drafts, the, the, their um, Brick Lane draft, and that was all right. I moved to the One Love Pale Ales, and they, man, they rocked me about a bit, eh? Fuck. Yeah. Killer. <laughs> I think I was in a bit better condition than what Keenan was that time of night, but... Uh, and what was your festival? So it was just a mate's birthday party that he turned into a festival <laughs> he called it a festival um look he, massive he's just fought oh, out tell your mate tell your mate it's not a festival it was bro it nah, was you, no you just you can't there, you just can't call a house party a festival wasn't a house party bro we were on fucking acreage oh yeah it was like little like proper Bush djs um forget the name there's like proper djs and shit from the gold coast flight facilities i don't know if you ever heard of them also, guys that come to a party and press play on a fucking iPod? <laughs> no. <they're, laughs> I don't know. I, I missed their set anyway because I was fucking... My eyes were rolling to the back of my head. <laughs> I was standing like a video. Someone filmed me. I'm just standing on the dance floor like frozen. And I was no- looking into nowhere. And I had these square sunglasses on like... And I was just like, nothing. Nothing upstairs. So. And you're on caps? No. Nah, no drugs, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything's beer, beer makes you do yeah. that. No, yeah. I was just yeah. no, I because all the piss was free. But um, the mate that threw the party is like in on that vodka soda end. Yeah, what you drink? Oh yeah, that's what you so, told me. I so fucking I, love I, it. But he had all them there, and I was drinking the doubles all night. Yeah, did he sell? Is that were you telling me he sold his part or something? No, that, no. Nah, he's still involved. Yeah, yeah. Because they're just they're going massive. Oh yeah, and they're venturing out because they got vodka and gin. Yeah, I mean, sorry. Uh, no, the gin's really nice. Um, and the fuck, they got like watermelon and they got a passion fruit flavor and shit. It's all nice as I'm pretty sure. It's all no sugar, like no yeah. carbs. The problem with that is it tastes 
decent and you just get into them quick. Well, that's the thing. You're just walking up on um, Saturday, you're walking up to the bar asking for whatever you want. You're not paying for it. They're getting it to you instantly and you're just pumping them back like no tomorrow. Before you know it, you can't even see. Yeah. <laughs> I sometimes use them, the, the vodka ends in the morning when you're dusty because I, you, I'm feeling like hydrating and because they're just water. <laughs> just and vodka, water bit, yeah. and vodka, yeah. That's the way to go. They always say getting getting one in you to start with is a good way to cure I it I could up. never so do that. Yeah, a bit of water. Oh, vodka water. What, drink like, in the morning? Like when someone goes, oh, it's the hair of the dog. Oh, You've got to have one. It's, I the be- it's the only way no, to do it. But I can't wake up and even look at a fucking alcoholic drink. Not a chance. Because half the hangover is withdrawing off the alcohol. Exactly. So if you just keep it going, you don't withdraw. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have to keep it going to the point where you're spastic yeah. You just have one or two just to take the edge off and then... Yeah, just to sober up. My rotten. stomach's not that strong. You just ride that bit <laughs> of a high you got still there. It's good. Yeah, and then you get a buzz on and you're like, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah, you have those two beers and you're like, oh, it's only Tuesday, let's do it again. No, I tried <laughs> to do that in the afternoon on Saturday and before I knew I had three of these beers and I was asleep. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to watch the footy and I was just asleep, so missed half of that Dragons game. Well, to tell be you, fair, it wasn't much of a game to watch. Tell so you, boy, right. we've got a beer sponsor. We need a spirit sponsor. <laughs> yeah, well, you need money too. I'm pretty, I'm pretty much fucking keeping that business afloat anyway. <laughs> the amount I buy, you buy like one six pack a week. <laughs> I reckon when I'm in bad, in bad spots, I'm buying a four pack a day, <laughs> <laughs> and that's to get me from work to home. Yeah, <laughs> it's only water. Yeah. I need a buzz on to face life at the life, my life at the moment. <laughs> Not a good sign. Not a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go home unless I'm drunk. Yeah. Fair enough. You hear that, Christy? <laughs> <laughs> she don't listen to this shit. <laughs> Everyone else and does. And if if she does, girl. get a life, man. <laughs> yeah, smart girl. She well, you bring that mic closer to your mouth. Sorry, G. Just on the... Might just lean as far back as I can <laughs> and just like pin myself to the back of the chair. I get a bit antsy when I'm up here, especially, um, I don't know, talking talking about uh, um, alcoholism and, and being a drunk. It sort of gets me a bit edgy. Just like fear of my own personal failures and and um my impossible urges to stop drinking yeah uh, it just gets me a bit fucking rocky in my seat but well you're in a bit of like you're in a job that's going nowhere you know let's face it <laughs> where are you gonna get where are you going from here bigger bigger signs bigger writing who knows pretty much and then keenan's working a factory job He's at fucking Detroit stamping like fucking eight mile. <laughs> Everything relates to Eminem with you, can't they? It's like Freedy. Someone goes, what's your life story, mate? He goes, oh, I grew up in a trailer park. Yeah. Fucking yeah, no, no my, dad. Mother was a drug addict. It's like, wait, are you just quoting eight mile? Yeah, my mum's hot as Kim Bassinger, you know. <laughs> you, get that, you get that reverse naked shot of her when she's riding fucking um, her boy in the yeah, trailer park yeah, when he first walked in. <laughs> Bro, that's your mum you're talking about, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I didn't do any drinking or festivals on the weekend. <coughs> you doing it all now? What's that? Doing Catch it all up. now? Catch up. <laughs> nah. Um, jacked off a couple of times. Sweet. Great guy. Christy was out a bit. That uh, went all right. Just right. Pornhub, flicks between Pornhub, XNXX. Nice. Any background music? Nah. Nah, no. just what was on the video. Oh, fair enough. Mm. Sometimes they get a bit vocal on there. I like a bit of background yeah. music to break it up a bit. But you get a bit lost okay. with footy not on the weekends. I lose you lose that structure. Yeah, you do, and you got a, this whole Saturday Arvo and yeah. get a bit antsy. I suppose if I wasn't out drinking, I probably would have been wanking too. So. Yeah, well, because I don't I don't jack off on a footy day. 
Like I like to, <laughs> and so I was jacking off on a Saturday, and I was like, "What's going on?" Yeah, this is weird. well, I can't even do it anymore. So. Yeah, yeah. Keenan, for the listeners, well, we don't have a video this week, but <laughs> so for the people that listen, Keenan's actually got his hand in the cars because he broke his thumb, fractured, fractured your thumb. Yep, good times. And but nothing with the ligaments. Oh, they didn't even bother looking at it. Like they haven't done a skit. Like no, I just did the X-ray, and after the X-ray came up. With the fracture, they just sent me straight to the hospital. They just stabilise it in a cast and then they'll have a look at it all. They'll take you in for an X-ray and an ultrasound MRI and shit. Make sure everything's sweet. Pain in the ass. Why, why can't they fucking just do it all in the same place? And I didn't want to do the same. Was it the same injury? No. Well, I had... A, I don't know what Bone Keenan did, but mine was a break and he was in the scaphoid. So, I don't know if that's anything like what this cast done. <laughs> but it's just like you go to one hospital and they say oh we don't even have a hand center here so we'll just cast you up and then you go see the other doctor in seven to 14 days or some shit i was like oh that's cool find out <laughs> if i need surgery neck week you know? yeah i was gonna fucking rip this thing off today i was fucking so sick of it eh? you get you get over it. and that's still got the soft bit down the side you can cut in yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> how long do you keep that on for they'll put it well if it's just like this just cast nothing else no surgery nothing it'll be on for six weeks really and then no contact for six weeks after that oh man but, but I, you know, I did that in like the fucking first 15 minutes of the game and I played the whole game and I even went to work on what was a public holiday Monday. So I was working Tuesday and Wednesday and I was like, this is just still feeling fucked up. So I better go to the doctors. Because you didn't think it was as bad as it was, did you? I mean, it felt pretty fucking bad. Like Cal's mum was trying to strap it up at half time and I was like wincing just her even touching it with the mm. strapping tape. But, you know, just because I'm a fucking hard cunt, I just stayed on the field and... <laughs> We still lost the game, so it was worth it. <laughs> yeah, it's hard when your halfback gets off at halftime. Um, but uh, your, your your thumb was way bigger, like yeah. when you were showing the physio. It was like a fucking nutsack on the, on the end of it there. Yeah, fucking hell. It stayed like that until like Tuesday. Um, <laughs> you didn't think to go to the hospital any earlier when you nah, fucking hands? No, because the, the physio, I was talking to him over text and I sent him a photo and he goes, oh shit, that doesn't look good. Yeah. He's like, try and go get a, like an appointment or something. I was like, yeah, I will. But I couldn't get one until Wednesday, Arvo. But I didn't know if there was anything wrong with it. So I couldn't really say I'm not coming to work or anything. So I was like, whatever. But I've still been working anyway. I just like said, oh, he's going to have to find me something easier to do. I can't use my right hand, but that's about it. Yeah. Everything else is good. <laughs> just pick shit up with my feet. Saying light duties? No, yeah, not really. I was just fucking just operating machines and shit. Probably not legal, but. You know, don't worry about that shit. No, so I just said, hey, I said we'll both benefit off me being at work. At least I'll get something done, and then I don't have to use my holidays as well. Well, they got they got Jordan working there. I don't think he's legally (laughs) meant to be in the country. So, (laughs) the fucking alien, (laughs) Um, dude. uh, His name's Mark. Mark's our boy from Bricklane the Rep. Oh yeah, Yeah, Mark, not Matt. Sorry, Mark. Yeah, sorry, Marky. Yeah, he's got a body on him, doesn't he? Yeah, rig, absolute rig. We tried to talk him into coming down. Crossing over to the dark side, he's a reunion boy trying to get him over, play some rugby league, and he's. I've got him to a point in negotiations where he said, if Steely Steel Retchless plays one game for Mitchie, he'll come down and sign up for a season. So just now, tell him to jump in the threes and play an easy game. <laughs> oh, no, now, Steel would probably be the ones if I can be, be like, best get player, on the yeah. back, boys. I'll take you to end of the match. Yeah. How old is he, Steely? He'd be. Early 40s Oh so close around yeah, your age so it'd be sweet yeah. You're still playing So it's all good No so, But still would make 100 tackles so there, <laughs> I've never been so young <laughs> Anyone who holds a record For tackles in the Super League Is tough as nails You just 
throw him in there and see he goes to you got 40 minutes in the back row to go on you know that stat that he did keenan so he had he had the for 67 67 67 tackles in a game super league and he held the record until 2016 something like something like that for most tackles in a game crazy and that was when london broncos were london broncos like they were sponsored by a fucking virgin yeah and, yeah uh, massive, massive. They, were, they were pumping everything into it to try to get the franchise to be one of the best and so steely was over there then um i think coaching him was um oh fuck yeah it's i've gone blank but yeah they had they had a few they had a few big names big that they names. got over that's then. That's what a lot of clubs that they need to do. Just fucking pump hard for a couple of years and try and, even though you might burn some cash early, just fucking try and get it, get it off the ground, yeah. pump it right up. Because some of these lower clubs over there that just can't match these St Helens and all these sort of other and like Leeds, they just need to do that and just fork out, find a big dirty sponsor somewhere and just get a heap of money in, try and buy a couple of guns, try and buy some. I don't know. I don't know how you do it, but just spend as much money as you can, pump it up. And then see how you go fucking holding, trying to maintain. Because or else there's just no way you're ever going to get any, anything better. Like, no more memberships ever going to come in if you're just going to be cellar dwelling the whole time and shit. So, mm. I don't know. But, yeah, surely we can get Steel down for one run and get Mark down there for a season. Seems pretty fit and handy for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's a young fella. Wouldn't good. mind seeing him in the showers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a true point. Well, you got to think of these things, you know. You can't just fucking... Can't just forget about the the most important part that's of it. That's why, I show, I, that's why I share next to Keenan because of your small cock. But Mate, you haven't come back to <laughs> near, near me since last week when you had that little fucking <laughs> that mini fucking coke can, <laughs> but it wasn't as thick. It was like fucking nothing. <laughs> yeah, but who did we have up the other end? Jolie. And oh I was like, God. get your fucking anaconda out of here, cunt, before it takes a bite out of us. Yours looked like just when you you know when you're chopping up a banana into small portions. <laughs> yours was just one portion. Of yeah, the yours looked the same except you know when a banana goes old and it turns brown. That's what yours looked like. <laughs> yeah, the brown snake. <laughs> yeah, as long as I don't shout next to the kid, I don't give a fuck. Because that thing had bite someone for sure, and I'm pretty sure it's got claws. <laughs> Speaking of the kids, Wang, I just heard it got him into a bit of trouble this weekend. Yeah. Anyone know the story on that? I vaguely heard about it i seen the eyeball the, the black eye and the little split on his cheek it was cool what i get out of the story it's he got punched so this is a boy in our uh, west mitchy team he got punched because the a guy that's dating a girl hit him because kid fucked her before, before they were they, dating that's what i got out of it too. that's what kids saying sorry be. mate i should have thought about that you were going to date her in the future you thought about, <laughs> thought about so, your future yeah. boyfriend to be fair that's just what the kid's saying this whole this story could have many holes in it <laughs> yeah Literally. Nah, he's pretty uh, he's a pretty honest guy yeah and he, he's oh, I was pretty fucked today. Like he had that little cut in that, and it looked even heaps more purple than Saba. See, and he was whinging so. about us. Um, he was blaming us with the fights last time. That's two times he's been out and gone to fights. Yeah. So don't go near kids. So kids, just redneck, you know? just find out where he parks his car, and we'll <laughs> sort that piece of shit out. <laughs> he's the one who got the fight last time started because something to do with a girl. Mm. Oh yeah, because he all can't even control his fucking penis. <laughs> All the amount of bitches that are around here. Yeah, it's because it's got a fucking set of lungs and probably a brain. (laughs) (laughs) Thinks for itself. Doesn't have to worry about thinking for it. Jeez, big Saturday night. That was Friday night and he's still kicking the young fella. Mm. 
Jeez. Speaking of Friday night, you boys watch the donkeys get a win or what? Mm. Yeah, yeah oh, good. Mate, I got lucky there because I, I had that remote and that finger on that fucking yeah, red button. The, yeah, red button for <laughs> and so And I was long. like, I'll give them one more chance and if one more try goes in. And then I went from the the emotions in that game was just, it's a roller coaster. First 15 minutes, I was telling my housemate, I said, the 2015 Knights would flog this team. <laughs> the, like all these, do you think of all the worst cellar dweller sides there? I was like, they would fucking absolutely pump the Broncos right yeah. now. Like absolutely destroy them. And then the Broncos come out and score like seven unanswered tries or some shit and absolutely fucking tear shreds. some of the tries are fucking good <laughs> looking Oh, they too, were man. sweet. They were clat. Like Broncos, you know, remember 10 years ago, Broncos were known to be able to score from anywhere. Yeah. And that, you know, they'd come from the um, their, their fucking try line to do it. And some of those tries were very reminiscent of that. Uh, you know, obviously we had uh, Oates, our boy, also grab that intercept and then yeah. ju- jump on the yeah. treadmill. Well, yeah. he's, he is... Must have packed on a few kilos or something because yeah. he was running that, very slow. The first 50 looked all right. Yeah, and, and then, then he, he really then, hit yeah. the He used to be like decently 100%. quick and he just looked like a fucking Well, he almost snail. got... The, yeah. the closest bloke to get to him was Bo Firma, a back rower, and he was cl- yeah. very close in the last... Was that yeah, the yeah, guy that chucked the fucking elbow into the yeah. back of his head? Uh, you know what? The taste him. <laughs> the funny thing was, so he's running up the left uh, uh, sideline and he's worried so much about his speed... There's no gap between yeah, him and, and, and he's looking, looking to the left <laughs> yeah. and he's looking to the right. It's like, no, bro, just pull yeah. the cunts. Don't worry just, about yeah, it. It's like he almost gave, he was thinking, do I pull back and try to step off step my way? Like yeah. he was getting that close, but nah. Nah, it was good to see, but it was good to see Oatsy cross the stripe. He put up a post on, on Twitter saying oh. it's, um, last time he crossed the stripe in an NRL match, um, Trump was still in office. Um, all, all sorts of other major world events had happened. I'm pretty sure COVID yeah. wasn't even a thing. He said you could still <laughs> buy toilet paper without a limit. Yeah, you could <laughs> grab girls by the pussy. Black Black lives didn't matter. Um, <laughs> yeah, all that stuff. It was like way back yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but fuck, it's pretty good to see him get over it. And there's a few more good performances from Broncos. Davida Pangai has actually found himself a spot in the back row and seems to have actually... I know we say this a couple of times a year, but he seemed to rein it in a bit control his aggression, control his anger a bit. But it seriously seems like he's turned a bit of a page and he's playing really good. He's not throwing dumb offloads or, or just fucking coming in late and giving away penalties anymore. Yeah, and With him doing that and Payne Haas doing what he does, moving forward, um, Carrigan's been pretty good this year as well. Like We've got a good good group of young forwards taking us forward. And um, blokes like Coates, Farnworth, all these young backs we've got, as long as we can start putting pen to paper with some of these guys and keeping this core together, once we add a few more pieces in, we should be seeing seeing signs of major improvement. But until then, we're still I still don't think we're out of the woods. It was a good win. But we sat here two weeks ago and said this after they <laughs> almost beat almost beat Penrith that it was um it was all good signs and we're up and away. Then they came out the week later and got pumped by Parramatta. So I think again, it's 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 really good signs, but it, it all this means fuck all if they don't come out next week and back it up against yeah. Cows. So yeah, one of the things I notice is with uh, Pangai Junior is he plays an aggressive style, like uh, and he also like nearly gets an emotional aggressive yeah. to him, uh, where Fafida and Haas are very calm, collected players, and I think the way that Fafida. Uh, 
Pangai took on Fafida in that game, it kind of yeah. took him out of his own head. Like, yeah, you got know, him out of his comfort yeah, zone. Yeah, got him. And when he kind of was thinking about that because Pangai doesn't mind niggle a bit and he, they would have said do a job on yeah. Fafida. Yeah. And it's the same thing someone do that to Haas. That's why it's, I'm so pissed off because those two in the same team, then neither one of them have such a big target in the head. Yeah. But because Fafida's over there just by himself yeah. on that left side. He's got the biggest target ever on his oh, head now. 100%. When he can, he's showing that they're worried about a kick through now. They're worried about just him bumping cunts off. And Yeah. yeah. He was um he was copped, copped a fair bit of criticism after the game. Blokes like Michael Ennis and Brayton Astor giving him a fair bit of stick about his involvement in the game, saying he had minimal minimal touches, um, had four touches of football in the first half and, and not, not too many more than that in the second half. Yeah. And they were talking about how he, he, for his price tag, he needs to do more. But sometimes in a game of footy, he does. You just like it doesn't always happen. Like that doesn't always work for you. Broncos after the first twenty minutes had a large majority of the ball, and even when the Titans had the ball, they were fucking struggling out of yardage because the Bronx actually had a decent kicking game that was putting them in good position. So I don't think it's any any way panic stations for a bloke like for feeder because. The way he plays the game, he wasn't paid. He wasn't paid that much money to come there and be the bloke who's going to come and get you out of fucking your own ten every set and have fuck fifty hit ups. His his job there is to be that X factor, which he still has. He put two kicks through that almost led to tries. He had a force drop out of his own, and the touches he did have were pretty quality. So, some games he just uh, you just can't get it going. And Pangai did do a good job on him. And so did all the rest of the Broncos down that edge. Like I think he only had four or five tackle breaks, which is pretty good when considering he averages about eight or nine so they were definitely giving it to him a fair bit you could see a couple of times him and lodge and him and pangai and fucking the titans were getting real um they were frustrated eh? like they just started going way off what they were supposed to do and they just wanted to fucking almost have a crack at the end and also their their uh you know their trainers or in strength existing coach and the cardio trainers I've got to have a look at that because that's two weeks in a row where they've absolutely shit the bed and fucking shown no like no endurance yeah. when they you know they, they were tired from scoring tries obviously they scored they were moving the ball a lot they didn't have to do much defense at all like Broncos still completed the three out of three sets that they had in that first 15 mm. but and then as soon as Broncos started to get up over them it looked like the Titans were fucked mm, yeah. like couldn't wait for half time to happen quick enough and then Broncos didn't want him to happen at all but yeah yeah you can't play every week and going out and you can put on fucking 20 30 points but if you're gonna leak yeah that many you, yeah. you can't do that every week because they did it yeah. last week is a almost identical game to last week with the rabbit it. it was just a massive scoring game oh. and they're putting on points but they can't fucking stop the points from coming in so yeah. pretty much no team in the nrl has a problem really like scoring points besides maybe the Bulldogs and the Broncos of, of, of late. But other than that, scoring points isn't usually the problem. It's stopping them. So like the Cowboys in the last two weeks, they had a fantastic comeback last week against the Raiders down 24 points, which is amazing to come back from. And then they had this week, they were down pretty similar score to the Warriors but couldn't get out of jail. It's not the problem with the Cowboys scoring points. It's stopping them getting... 24 points, 26 points put on them. Because mm. everyone knows these sides can come out and put these points on. For the Titans, getting a 26, 28 points isn't a problem. It's just making sure the other team doesn't get more. So if they just look into that and just tighten, tighten that shit up a bit, yeah, um, they'll be fine. And same with the Cowboys. Their, their attack is pretty fire. Scott Drinkwater's 
really coming into his own. He's got a great short kicking game. Valentine Holmes is killing it. Um, they've, they've got a few pieces there that are, that are really capable of scoring points. It's just the d- defending points is, is the, the major issue for them. Yeah. Just going back to the Titans for a sec, there was there was a couple of plays that real like that seriously turned the game on its head. The, do you remember when Mitch Rain jumped out of hooker and he threw like a lollipop pass and it went to no one and the Broncos yeah, regathered yeah. and that that was yeah. they were still on a roll then. Yeah. Then Broncos got it back and they score a try and then I think that's when Fogarty then went and kicked it out on the full. Yeah. And then the Broncos got it straight like that. Coach that killer, those eh? couple of passages that fucking totally flipped the game. And the way the game's going these days, I always talk about momentum and momentum shifting. When you get these momentum shifts in a game, if you can just stay on top of the momentum, it's very, very hard to lose a game because you've got the game's pretty much designed for the attacking team to have pretty much all the advantage. So if you're the attacking team and you've got the advantage and you hold on to it without making stupid errors or giving away shit penalties and stuff like that, usually you'll stay on top for a lot longer. Yeah, and it, and they've got you know Ash Ash Taylor and what's that? Jeez. Uh, Ash Taylor, uh, did you fart? It was you, wasn't it? No, I didn't fart. You sure? No. Shit no, your pants instead. No. <laughs> <laughs> smells like sperm. Um, the, uh, Ash Taylor is, uh, he's, uh, what do you call it, a flat track player? Yeah, flat track bully, 100%. Yeah, he's it, when he goes totally missing. Did he even play? Yeah, yeah. I, honest, yeah, I honestly I don't even remember yeah, seeing it's, him. It's because he's, he's just... Um, when it gets to a point where they're down, he's one of those blokes who tries to do way too much and it just backfires on him 100%. It's so like when they're when they're up and killing it, he doesn't try and overplay his hand. He just does what he has to do and, and fucking kills it. But like on um, Friday night, once the Broncos started getting up and he tries to throw that 30-meter cutout, which Oates intercepts, like you don't need to do that shit. You got numbers down the short side, just take him. But throwing passes like that, a recipe for disaster, especially when you got... Two wingers for the Bronx to the six three six four and run fuck, well not Slow, o- not oats anymore, <laughs> but coats and fucking run like the wind. Yeah. So just overplaying his hand a bit, so he just needs to take take a step back and relax. And Fogarty's good for him because he's a really really calm sort of collected character, but he sort of went missing a bit too on Friday night. But in saying that, they got pretty well strangled by the Broncos. I didn't think the Broncos had that sort of performance in them. And no. that that sort of strangle will hurt any any side. So they had they definitely you could tell the difference with Gamble there. He just came in the game yeah. with a lot of passion, and he actually directed the the team. It was a pretty good. Well, you could kind of say that was his debut because his real debut. He got fucking knocked out in the first was that two Tigers? minutes or something. No, no, he played one more game, for, one game for the Bronx off the bench. Yeah, yeah, and then and he, before that, the Tigers. He, he had, had a game that. for the Tigers in twenty nineteen. He's only had three and yeah. like starts. Yeah, but that it, so Tyson. He what's he late twenties? He's the same. He same age as Joel and Bennett, so twenty four. Oh shit! So he's yeah. young still. Yeah. Do you but he, he played. He played for Redcliffe in, in the juniors. He, yeah, he was um. Come, came through there, Cyril Connell, Malmeninger and Colts and stuff. Would you reckon he, in his head, he's thinking that he, he's just a fill-in until they see what, what, who they're signing? I don't know, because well, if he puts in another performance like he yeah. does in that well, for an, another couple of weeks, I mean, you're kind of going to cement a spot because no one's been able to do it in the Broncos and there's not much options at and the moment. And with that being said, like, there's no way we're getting someone to the club this season. So if he can play well for the next two or three weeks and get himself that spot, he'll hold it down for the rest of the year, which is another... 18 weeks or 17 weeks so gives himself 17 opportunities to to really impress and improve his game like 
you can be the best player you want in Q Cup, but once you get in the NRL, you really start to learn a bit more. So if he can get 17 games of um, NRL under his belt this season and get some experience, it may be, maybe, I don't know. But his, well, his, 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 obviously his organisation was awesome and uh, his D was good as he well. Just he just had a bit of, he had a, a fire in his gut, but you know what it. I mean? Yeah, he was fucking... Which, which you don't really see from the other halves. The other halves usually cower... Yeah. Down when when the going gets tough, but he had that fucking bit, bit of cunt about him, bit of niggle. and everyone seen everyone was spraying him about it online and shit. But it's just like, yeah. what do you expect someone to come out and be he, fucking nice on the field? You don't did, need to be a fucking. He little did what he needed to do to get the W, and they hated right. it too. He was in their faces, and they I couldn't know. fucking handle and it. And like we were saying the other week on the podcast, it's like that's what compet- that's what competitors do. Yeah, is they don't give a yeah. fuck. They but he wasn't win. doing anything that was no. grubby or anything. He illegal. was just. Literally yeah. being a fucking fiery cunt and getting up in their faces and doing everything that he should be doing. It's and a good thing about having him on that edge too. He is a big body. He's a, like as defensive half, which is our edge defense has been absolutely nothing less than fucking woeful. So having him there, big body, trying to stop these back rollers, it it might be a, a master stroke. And hopefully we start shutting down a bit more of, of opposing attack down edges. As long as Milford can find his stride in defense and they can both keep doing what they're doing in attack because Milford wasn't bad either. But Gamble um, just pushed everyone around. Kicking game could improve slightly. A bit, bit too much end over end. There wasn't really much challenging stuff, but he was still making the right decisions. So at the end of the day, um, they got the win. It was a pretty entertaining game. Like If they can play that style of footy the rest of the year... Got no doubt they'll win a few more games. Hopefully starting with the cows this week. We string two together. And then um, from there, the sky's the limit, you know? Yeah. Um, what did you think about that? Do you think Panthers just got the job done, what they needed to do with that? Yeah, there's a lot closer game than than, um, than people think. The Manly were right in it. Was Penrith are very clinical. The, the way they go about it is when they get their opportunities, they take them and they... We said it on here before, but they go from from shape straight to other shape. Like they don't go attack down the right edge and then settle one and then go again. They go right edge and then go, oh, that didn't work. Bang, straight away to the left edge and they've got shape out there straight away. So it's so hard to defend and um, man, Manly were good again after a couple of good wins. You mean the Trevojevic Seagulls? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. They can't oh. freak. But yeah, they, they played really well again and they're sort of starting to show up. I think they got a lot of positives to take out of that. They've come off two great wins and only just go down to the one of the best sides of the last eighteen months. So, is that uh, is that Toto? Um, is he a New South Wales? Yes. Yeah. So he's, he's surely got to be a shoe in for that number for number two jersey. So would it be him? Him and, and then they choose out of Ferguson or Adokar, Do they? It'll oh, be, you go Adokar. It'll be Adokar. But yeah. why? He hasn't really done much this yeah, season, but he, to be honest. He he'll, he'll walk into one until he does something wrong. I think yeah. they they love him in New South Wales. Now we, there was talks that they were going to try and fit Pappenhausen, Tedesco, and Trevojevic all in that team. Yeah, well, Trevojevic will play left center, center and yeah. then you can have Pup, or you maybe and yeah, Puppy gets a wing spot, or even nah. They they uh, Freddie Fitler likes like. Um, strong ball carrying wingers, especially in Origin, coming out of trouble. He's made no secret about that. That's why. Well, he, before Puppy got injured, he was lo- he was looking at that spot over. He, he'll never get it over Tedesco. No, uh, like I, 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 there's always an argument for me as well, but 
Oh, they Tedesco's ridiculously good. I think and even if he's better playing better than Tedesco, he still won't get it just because you've got to show a bit of loyalty. And yeah. and also, um, Pappenhausen probably offers more in the way of a utility as well, whereas Tedesco, he's, he's never had to be a utility, so I think he just... he Bringing him on the field, you could bring Pappenhausen on and play him in the middle for 15 minutes and... And, and watch him carve up. Like, I don't think you could do that with Tedesco. You're better off just putting him at fullback and leaving him there. And with Pappenhausen, you could bring him in on a wing and shift players into the centres if you had to and all sorts of stuff. So, And, and what and Cheese, he's, he's Cheese. He's a Kiwi. He's a Kiwi, yeah. yeah so, Yeah, he'd be ineligible. Fuck, because he'd, he'd be a handy fucking utility. Yeah, well, him. if he was, he'd be playing for Queensland because he moved to Townsville when he... Oh, okay. He, he came over to Townsville when he was um, 13 or 14, I think. So is Cheese one of those players that he could have chosen to go? I think the I think he could have chosen to Origin Path yeah. and but chose to Yeah, and there was that big conversation at the start of this year about the look re looking at the eligibility once Tamalolo said he'd look play Origin and Cheese falls into pretty much the same boat as Tamalolo coming over at a young age, but they just sort of said we we'll we'll address that again later. So I think they're gonna have a, a full review of the system in the off season and um we'll find out because if that's the case and it's going to go that way, then Queensland are eligible to pick Viliami Kikau, fucking Tamalolo, Cheese, um, Hamlin Ueli, all these sort of guys. So who really knows? I, I hope I hope they make the right decision either way. And in saying that, New South Wales have had players like Daniel Tupo over the years play for both and um, Andrew Fafida and all these other guys play for both. So... I don't know where the actual line is, but whatever, wherever they paint it, I hope they paint it in a good spot so everyone, it's, it's fair for everyone. And then uh, Bulldogs v Eels. Didn't this is um, yeah, I didn't see that one. No, it was it's pretty much the Gutherson show. He he had a third try. He dropped over the line and then one he was in the he was second in the queue for a, for a ball. So he scored two tries, set one up. He was really, really good. He's in everything. And the, the Bulldogs, they, they tried their stones out. Ended up only scoring 10 points. But other than that, they were really, really trying. And Trent Barrett sort of got these blokes to a point now where they're putting in 100% effort every week. And they got the Chockeys last week against the Sharks. But um, they just need to really keep buying in, keep putting in, get all this experience together. Hopefully next year when some more troops come, you get out of the car and Matt Burton and blokes like that hopefully you can start stringing together a bit more and a bit more so there is definitely a bit of light at the end of the tunnel now like you couldn't really say that last season or even a couple of the first games this year but now they're looking like a team that at least they're putting in hundies every week you've got a really really good half in Burton coming and a, a origin winger <laughs> so it's it's looking up it's looking up but, but pa- Parramatta just they, they were really good too so on that Thursday night game that uh, and I saw in Golden Point on the Friday night game did you guys hang around to watch Golden Point with like Lockyer and Fittler and that no I didn't get to see um, they were saying that they're trying to have an avenue for these ex-NRL players to move into being referees and stuff mm. and Lockyer was like nah fucking scratch that he goes, these ex-NRL players need to be in the bunker. Yeah. He goes, 100%. you know, get your fucking geeks that used to be bullied at school to keep being the referees 
and then get um well at the end of the day the referees in the field aren't making any fucking decisions anymore anyway no that's just right everything goes to the but, but but then get the the ex-nrl players in the bunker he and um like you know you had that fucking call on the rabbitohs ra- raiders where benji marshall jumps into yeah, the player yeah. in front of him to show oh, yeah. that it's an obstruction that's a try every day of the week and if it's a footy player looking at that yeah. and even like some of these obstruction calls the second one on that the bunnies game where jack white got his second try disallowed yeah there was no one obstructed at all like the, this obstruction rule has gone to a gone to a point where it shouldn't even be called obstruction anymore it should be called run around your own man yeah because the obstruction pretty much self-explanatory means you obstruct someone like no one's fucking obstructed if you run around a bloke and you're 15 meters back that way and the line's still set mm. it's just like you could never do a rap anymore in this game. Could oh you? no, you just get you get called straight away, yeah. absolutely straight away. You can barely even do a block shape anymore. Yeah, you have to get mm. a pinpoint because if you're catching, if you're catching even behind them, and they say caught on the yeah, inside shoulder, yeah, and that lead that lead runner's got to worry about being a lead runner and then also and then navigating through navigating the, the defense, line. get through the line. You can't just get past your man, stop and reload because as soon as you stop, someone runs into you and it's fucking you get penalised for mm. it. Yeah, it's just. I don't know where they go. They've sort of dug themselves a hole here by being so stern on this letter of the law thing a couple of years ago that we're at a point now where it's getting ridiculous and they need to have some people in the bunker that have a bit of common sense because letter of the law only works when the laws are, when the laws are fucking are clear and accurate. Like We're calling obstruction for something where there's no player was even close to obstructed. It's just, it doesn't make any sense for me. Yep, and we had Knights Roosters. That was a bit of a fucking non-event. Did you see Sam? Did you see? Oh, besides our boy that we fucking let go. <laughs> did you see? They talk about this Broncos roster overhaul the fucking and how show. good it's going to be. Holy and then shit. I have to fucking what? I got to sit there, blind drunk after getting kicked out of the Sandstone Point, and sit there and cry in a puddle of my own vomit on the footpath because I'm watching Sam Walker put his fingers through every Knights player's pussy. Because <laughs> fucking seriously, and then probably was, going out in the cross and actually doing that in every girl's pussy, eighteen-year-old. He, he was single-handedly easily the best player on the field. He had two tries off left foot kicks over the top of blokes and through line. He was fucking unbelievable. Mm. Like the how the Broncos let him even look like signing somewhere else. He should have pulled him in, shut the curtains, and just inked him down for fifteen years. Straight away, I just oh, it does. Because imagine when he gets so seven eight kilos. Imagine when he gets a bit of weight on him, he's playing like he's got no pressure in the world. Like oh. he's 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 playing like he's fucking back under twenties or something. Yeah. You yeah. know, he just, looks like he's running around at Ipswich still. Just he doing his care. things. He's flo- he's doing those floating passes, but they're on the money the whole time. Ridiculous. He's, and then he fucking backs up, and he's also brushing cunts off that are probably thirty kilos heavier than him. Yeah, and body is like. Brushen blokes whose body are fully developed, absolute fucking fit rig animals. Yeah. They've been had the best sports signs their whole life. The muscliest cunt. And then this little rake comes through and just absolutely <laughs> laid a bowl and dives over for a meaty under the sticks. Yeah. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. But yeah, and now like the, the Bronx are talking about the different, like where we're going to sign, if it's Johnson or is it Reynolds? We had you half know. back. We had a half back. We yeah. just fucking watched him have five tries. <laughs> yeah. He set the record for most tries by a rooster at 18 years old. That's ridiculous. 
ridiculous. And now we're talking about going and spending big money on a halfback. We could have had this kid for five and years and that's fucking fifty a year. You've only yeah. got two, three years left in their fucking oh. career. Who Reynolds? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And then yeah, they can't go buy fucking Johnson. Johnson is like just go buy another Milford and have him play beside Milford, <laughs> and you know it doesn't add any structure. So Milford can what, what they always say that Milford needs that a structural half so he yeah, can so play he can his own his thing. thing. You Johnson, you got two fucking touch players. Yeah. You know they want to fucking sidestep all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, another major talking point of that game was ACL injuries to both. Um, Lindsay Collins and Brett Morris both yeah. gone for the and year. And Morris is done. Yeah, well, at 34 Most years old and ACL is yeah. is pretty pretty season ending, pretty career ending. Sorry, so fingers crossed for him. If anyone could do it, it's probably B Moz. So. Did you see that clip of his brother hugging him after the game? Yeah, I, I watched balling, the game. I was his eyes out. I was sitting at home fucking balling my eyes. I was out. fucking, <laughs> I was tearing up, man. Yeah, they're like, like, but first of all, because their hairline is fucking receding, <laughs> and then second of all, because obviously, yeah, yeah he's, he's fucking a hall of famer. Yeah, and they both are. They're just, and this year they've they've been one better. Of their best years, or, you know. Ben Moss is leading the try scoring. Yeah. And he's a hundred years old. Oh man! <laughs> he gets a pension, and they he still, still got they, got, they still got speed. Oh. It's crazy. And it's like oh, Freed. These poor roosters. Yeah, they've got no necks. It's these poor roosters are absolutely getting absolutely shattered with injuries. They're yeah, Boy Cordner's still gone. They've they've got um, Tedesco running through his concussion protocol for the last week and a half. Hopefully, he's back this week. Hmm. And then they've got Beemore's gone. Lindsay Collins played Origin last year. He's one of the one of the best up and coming fronties in the league. We just um, they're, they're riddled with injuries. Lindsay Collins as as an out is going to be a pretty pretty big out for the Queensland side, considering um, he was very very good for us last year. Yeah, and without him, we sort of last year without him we would have had to look to Dynamis Louis or Mo Fodawaker or one of these guys. So hopefully someone steps up and. And really, really takes the ball by the horns before Origin, and and we we can pick a decent side. Yeah, and then I was I was really gonna jump on that Dragons train until they lost what three in a row now. That yeah. was the shittest game. Oh man, yeah, that was that like that was the ball control was terrible. It was terrible. That the problem for the Dragons is they have Matt Dufty, who's their whole attack, and or. Well, He's 50% of it, and Zach Lomax is the other 50. Lomax goes down with a broken thumb early in the game, and Dufty, when he's on, he's on, and when he's not, he's not. So without him there, and they've got this Tigers team who have done nothing all year, really, really needed to lift, and they did. They got there. Sport a ranger with a mullet onto the field and then just win a game. score a meaty. But yeah, they, the Tigers just sort of did what they had to do to get the job done, and the Dragons didn't throw much at them at all, like... Ben Hunt's first back from injury he was a bit dusty. Corey Norman not performing at all. Um, Andrew McCulloch was good in the middle and Josh Maguire's been good since he's gone there. Daniel Varo's been good for him, but they just lacked that attacking punch. Without yeah. without Dufty firing, without Lomax there, they don't really offer much. So they, they're going to struggle over the next few weeks and Lomax has gone four to six weeks, so... They're really going to have to find some attack, and I don't know where they get it from. So yeah, the other game was uh, Cody uh, Nikarima beating the Cowboys. Yeah, uh, Cody Nikarima and Reese Walsh. Reese Walsh, yeah, another yeah, fucking. There's two. Broncos, there's two more ex-Broncos. Yeah. 
But uh, so with the Cowboys, they so, so they've signed. Um, we've they've signed our boy Dearden, and yep. then they've signed Chad Townsend. Chad Townsend. Um, what, what what are they thinking about Drinkwater? I'm thinking well because they've made it clear Drinkwater's a priority signing for them. They're trying yeah. to get him back. I'm thinking they're looking more at getting rid of Val Holmes' massive million dollar contract, putting Drinkwater at fullback. Even though Val Holmes is good, but you get rid of his contract as a million dollars you can spend. But where do, do you what do you try so, to keep him, put him back to wing? Well, you, I guess you try and drop his contract, offer him six hundred, and save that four hundred, put him on the wing, or you just let him go and and then was, you've got Drinkwater. You can pay Drinkwater wouldn't be any more than seven hundred grand. Fullback got Dearden and um, Townsend to play in the halves. A few good options to play hooker. That Robson's good. Ruben Cotter's goes pretty well. Jake Granville's playing a good role at 14. So. I, was, I was also thinking with Dearden on getting up there on 300000 a year, right? That's not the, it's not the most money. Do, do you think you go up, you take him up there just to bleed him, keep bleeding him still? So you yeah. have Drinkwater and Townsend and then, and let, then Townsend. Let, let Dearden still kind of work his way into it? Yeah, the only problem is with that, that's not a bad idea, except they've signed Chad Townsend for three seasons at, at 650 or 700 or something. You wouldn't be paying him that much to, to teach his protege, you know, because like, you, yeah. you don't want to have that backlog where you're spending all this money and then you got did and you're trying to get into your side, but then you're paying the guy in front of him 700 It just it, it doesn't really work. I think it's more likely they'll face each other in the halves and... And um, drink water or vacate to the fullback, and I just don't know because has, um, Val Holmes has been one of their best, especially over the last few weeks. He's been killing it, so they must have a plan. And I don't know if that plan was smart when it started with signing two halfbacks, like did and Towns and a genuine halfbacks, genuine ball controlling halfbacks. There, there's, there's not a five eight between them. So if you're going to play them next to each other, you, then you got to push. The one bloke you do have that can play five eight out, yeah, I don't know. They hopeful. Hopefully, they sort it out. Seems like Dearden's going to be in the starting team, but yeah, I don't know. It's very very odd. It is odd. And then they've got all these other blokes in there just doing a job at the moment. Who are, who are going to have to find somewhere else to go? I don't. I don't know. I don't understand. Todd Payton's a bit of an odd character, but I don't understand the way he's working some of these things. Tom Lola, I know he came off an injury, but yesterday he didn't play many minutes at all. I think he played 40-odd minutes. So you got your best player, he's on a million year for the next 10 years, and you're using him 40, 45 minutes. So <laughs> if I was coaching a team with Tom Lola, I'd say, Champ, I hope you had your Wheaties because you got 80 to go today every every week, 80 minutes. But obviously they're trying to get their money's worth out of him, giving him... 10 million over 10 seasons so may as well not burn him out early and I still don't know if that's the best way to get to get your money out of him like we paid Haas big money decent money for six years when he was a kid and we've been fucking playing him 70 to 80 minutes every week and if we played him any less I'd be filthy because you need your best players in the field mm. he can motor though like they they, they mm. got the fucking fitness and you can see them they don't really seem like they have a tire out so mm. why not fucking Play as much as they can. Yeah, that's it. Did you guys get on any of the NFL draft? No. No. no don't really follow any. Seen the guy with the blonde haircut get the number one pick? Yeah. The long blonde hair, bob cut or whatever. 
That's about it. I don't give a fuck about NFL. Yeah, it's weird because the way that they run it, so like the first day they'll just go through all their number one draft picks, like the teams that have number yeah, one yeah. draft picks, then the next day number two. So it's like it's fully dragged out. Oh, right. It's like a big they. It's they make it a good, a good couple of day thing, and um, they make everything fucking massive over there. No, well, that's it. That you know, fucking fin- could finish a game in forty minutes, but it goes for three and a half hours. Yeah, they're pussies. <laughs> and what's been happening in the NBA world? There's a bit on LeBron's back. Yeah. Back and ready <laughs> to go, oh, bro. Not fucking, and that's right. Yeah. You're the bloke that always does the LeBron-Jordan comparisons. they got nine games Well, there's no comparison. Like Jordan's the best that's ever lived. and There's no comparison. Yeah. Because Jordan wouldn't even be able to tie LeBron's <laughs> shoes. <laughs> <laughs> You're joking. Oh, man. You're joking. Dano's in denial. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you are joking me. What did Jordan ever do at 37? What do you mean at 37? What did he do at 37? He played mediocre for the Wizards. And he was already retired. Ah, because he already created his legacy before 37. He didn't have to keep playing at that age. Because he couldn't. Because he's terrible. He couldn't (laughs) couldn't play. He he couldn't have done what LeBron's doing now. LeBron's just trying to... LeBron was the number one MVP candidate at 37 before he got injured. And then he came back and he still... As soon as he came back, the Lakers go almost favourite to win the championship. At 37 years old. But it makes did, that much of a difference. Do you think, and I know like what he did with the Cavs and stuff, but do you, do you think that like Jordan was more of a one-man team than LeBron has been in his career? Like So like that whole team, I know like Jordan had Pippen and stuff, yeah. but what did, had, has LeBron had his sidekick like that or has he been more of an individual well, you never ever each? you're never ever going to win a championship without a sidekick but when LeBron came into the league but, as this 18 year old kid he had no one in his side and took this Cavs side who could win 13 games then took him to the finals and he goes to the finals consistently pretty much every year Jordan went to the finals six times yes he won six but six. he only got there six so he times. never lost a final yeah but How he many also lebron matt lost yeah but he also never got to the finals half his career lebron's been there every time so you're saying but how many has he lost yeah but you're saying it's better <laughs> so how many has he lost though? how many first rounds has jordan lost What's that? How many first rounds? He couldn't get past the Pistons. He couldn't get yeah, past the Yeah, but when he gets Knicks. to the finals, how many has he lost? None. And yeah, then it's how because many he rarely gets to the finals. How many LeBron lost? Gets to the finals six times. How many has LeBron lost? A couple. Yeah. Yeah, but still. Fucking case. Case closed. Against Steph Curry with the shot, boy. You get to the biggest show and you perform at the biggest show. Yeah, that's if you get there. Curry's going to be MVP this year. That is if you get there. Yeah. That's if you get there. And he got there six times. Wow, six times. <laughs> LeBron goes there consistently. Consistently performs over a longer career, scores more points, more assists, more rebounds, greater true shooting percentage. So LeBron, LeBron's doing more sophisticated steroids, more sophisticated PEDs. He does spend, I think it's like over a million dollars yeah. on his body. You think, you think he'd put a bit more money into his hairline, which no, he doesn't he do. he just puts it, the headband on. No, it, but, but it drags the hairline back. You see when he spray paints it on. It's fucking ridiculous. All I'm going to say is as long as I've been watching basketball, LeBron's always played in stacked teams. So Yeah. Stack and because he stacks them himself. <laughs> Stack team. Yeah. LeBron plays in... LeBron beat the 93-win Warriors. Yeah. The best team. The 93-win Warriors, they win Look, more... They but w- the, that Cavs team was fucking good still. They had old Kevin Love with an ankle injury. Kyrie was injured for half Kyrie the finals. Kyrie carried LeBron in that. 
Was yeah. it that? Was it that year that <laughs> Jordan? Jordan you're, was. Oh, you're telling me a center of Tristan Thompson, Matt Delavadova started for half the thing. Matt was De- it the Matt best team Della ever? Vidova. That was like their best was it fucking th- seasons they've all ever. Detroit played. Pistons. Was it that uh, one of the se- series that uh, Bulldo- uh, the Chicago Bulls came over? Was the Pistons that year with um, Isaiah Thomas? Yeah, and that and that that was that final series. No, they play in the Eastern. They're both in the Eastern Conference. <laughs> oh, so they played. They couldn't get, get past. They couldn't get past Detroit. Detroit won ninety two. Uh, won the two series before that. The Jordan even got to the finals. Mm. He couldn't get past the bad boy. Yeah, but Jordan's never lost a final series. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Never lost. And when his hair was going, he just shaved it. Yeah, that's instead it. Instead of trying to hold on to it. Did you boys see that Manu Vadave is? Oh, you don't. You don't. You don't have kids going out. Yeah, I'm going to buy the new Nike Lebrons. You do. They're yeah. like they're one disgusting. Who's going out at the moment? They're, nah, they're not. They are. No, they're Jordan, Jordan. Every year, Jordan. I, I don't. You know, one thing. I don't know why people just continue to buy Jordans because I don't like them. But yeah. they just go and go and go. But and go. I also think in. Uh, really, don't, you can't compare Jordan to LeBron because it's two totally different fucking generation. I'm not, you know, I'm, not, like, I'm not comparing their their like abilities and shit. I'm comparing the better like who is more of a valuable player to their team, who's done more, who's got more stats. LeBron's got more everything than Jordan in the playoffs, everything than Jordan in the regular season. He's done does, it for, done does it for LeBron, Does LeBron get the Defensive um, Player of the Year and the Offensive Player of the Year? There's no Offensive Player of the Year. But well, what yeah. do you call it? What do, what do you call MVP. it? MVP. MVP and the Defensive Player of the Year? No. Has Jordan done that? Yeah, twice. Okay, <laughs> and has LeBron? No. Oh, okay, sweet. So <laughs> there's not an argument. What do you mean? Well, there's no argument there because Jordan's done it twice. Twice. And LeBron's never done it. So he's a one-trick pony and Jordan's a... One-trick pony. And, and Jordan's a fucking basketball player. One-trick pony. <laughs> the, he has... He's talking about defense. LeBron has more steals, more blocks. Locks, bang, straight away. So he's done that but never got the defensive player of the year. Yeah, because he's done it for longer. He's done it better for longer. Why am I talking to the NFL? I <laughs> don't even know anything about fucking basketball. You probably wouldn't even know who Jordan is if you saw him. You can't fucking no, out. I do because I watched The Last Dance. <laughs> yeah, LeBron doesn't Brain have watched. a fucking documentary. Because yeah. he's still going and he'll go till he's 50 yeah. and still fucking dominate. Yeah. He's 50. He'll have a doco sponsored by Ashley and Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see Manu Vadovay's face in life in prison for methamphetamines? No. Have you really not seen that? You've no. been living under a rock. No. I've been oh. fucking... <laughs> oh, Keenan's fucking gross Keenan's farting out all that MDMA. <laughs> That's fucked. You had a bit of protein in your ass this week or what? You, you, oh. Did you fucking shelf any or? What do you mean, man? You know when you I push, drank a couple of when sodas? you push that pill up your ass <laughs> over the bitter. shelf. That's <laughs> fucked. That's shit. shit. Anyway, yeah, um, Manu Vadovai is a meth dealer, and he's possession to and intention to distribute a large amount of meth. It's funny how a lot of ex NRL players get into drugs. <laughs> <laughs> well, you give me a couple of hundred grand and a. <laughs> He's <laughs> a large profile and I'll probably get into some weird shit too. It's, fu- it's funny how they're always like, all right, we'll move down to the border of Queensland and New South Wales <laughs> and, and we'll set up a rental house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keen will be there next week. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's where I was this weekend on the border. <laughs> you weirdo. 
We had to cross the border to get into the party. And to, and to take some, some stuff over, over the <laughs> yeah, on the so bus. So this, your this ass, came out in the last so. 24 hours, did it? Yeah, it came Former out Former NRL Manu, uh, star Manu has revealed him, uh, himself as the athletic facing methamphetamine charges from 2019. So he was dealing. He, he said all the accusations are false and he's going to fight it, but. Really? Oh, who knows? That's what they all say. <laughs> yeah. That's what they all say until they get convicted. The photo that they used to show us what he looks like now, he does he looks look a bit like, like yeah. he's been on the He mat. looks like he hasn't been selling much of his own product. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. lost money because Don't he's Don't get high on your own supply, <laughs> Vaduvai. <laughs> That'll be the next fucking Shut intro, up. bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. Yeah. You are a lyrical genius. Yeah, I know. I need to get... Me and my, me and my boy... Uh, Chuck Millsy. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, we got to collab, man. We do. Got to collab. It. Yeah. You could just write all his shit. He'll start blowing up. Yeah. I'll fucking Takashi Six Nine this shit. <laughs> I'll grab some guns. We'll get into some cribs. No, I'm not talking to you then, because you just dog every cunt in then. What's like, that? Oh no, you're no, no yeah. You're gonna snitch it. Have you what? watched that doco? No, I haven't it's seen it. It's on stand. Have you watched that shit? No. It's pretty fucking sick. It shows how much of a dog he was, but also like the 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 way that he used he used um Treyway. Uh, not Trey. Uh, Trey was Treyway. Yeah, but Treyway <laughs> was the na- name of the label. What was what was it? Nine Trey or something? Yeah, I don't what, know. Was man. the actual was was the <laughs> yeah. gang that he was rolling with? It was the Bloods and and like yeah they so yeah they they were using him while he was using them like so he's using them to look like a hardcore. Yeah, motherfucker yeah. he's he's full hispanic yeah. and he's dropping the end bomb like this is going out of fashion yeah. at, the, at the start they were like should this guy be fucking insane yeah. you could tell that the, <laughs> the gang was saying that but they're like yeah it gives them exposure they're helping him out and they both would have blown up hard he had a few massive hits early so yeah and then i think yeah that was it gummo was one of the big ones yeah, at the and start Billy. Yeah, you try as a white guy, try Listen singing, him, try like singing along to that yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I do. Yeah. These niggas say they heard of me. I ain't heard of you. <laughs> yeah, Get the fuck yeah. about my fucking face before I murder you. Yeah, but you ain't a white <laughs> guy, like, bro. I'd be like, like yeah, I'm in. Yo, yo, another <laughs> word. Yeah, and then and 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 bomb, and that's about it. <laughs> Yeah. How good is it? You're like, imagine trying to sing along as a white guy and Keenan starts singing. I'm like, bro, because you're not white. Yeah. You can sing that shit. I'm just in the background fucking dancing. Yeah. I can't really do it. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm walking around yeah. in public with my headphones on, I can't walk around going, yeah. try white. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but then as soon as he got, like, it shows in the doco, as soon as he gets locked up um, and he's facing, what, 40 years or something, he squeals like a pig. And then, um, but then he, he has. T- he fucking dobbed Manu in. What's that? <laughs> him and Vatavai were yeah, together. Yeah, that's man. right. And I did see him in one of the film clips. And uh, but he's just—he was he's, passing he, a footy. He was twirling, man. He's just twirling <laughs> yeah, that part. Well, definitely wasn't selling. Yeah. So up, up on a roof with Nath, and then <laughs> 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 just rooting bitches with the kid and just into it. Fuck. Yeah. That. So anyway, uh, when uh, Vatavai is defending himself in court, his face that looks like a catcher's mitt is not doing him any favors. <laughs> He looks like a homeless man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, fucking heroin's hell of a drug or whatever he was doing. <laughs> Is heroin and meth the same thing? Ah, uh, no. Well, see, he does meth and you do heroin. So. <laughs> 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 I was wondering why you're getting so skinny. 
No, I'm putting way back on there. Oh, oh so right. the needles are back out of the bag then? <laughs> not, the I'm not done? saying that, <laughs> but I might be saying that. And um, <laughs> so what, you got the job. That means done. Christy's pregnant. <laughs> not yet. Not, oh. yet. not yet. Undisclosed. 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 <laughs> um, no, old 120 mil over. Yeah, here, but so it doesn't matter if this fucking knee's shots. not good. Why? You can yeah. Oh, s- so Keenan, we're thinking um, in the next episodes and stuff, we'll do a. What were we saying? A call in. A, a call in. So we'll say we're recording from 6 till 7.30. And we'll open the lines. And we'll give, we'll give him a mobile number <laughs> and we'll say call in for questions now. And then also do like a Saturday night submission. So when the boys are out fucked up, record yourself asking a question and send it in. And then we can, I can edit that into the video side of things. And we they'll ask a question. We can also roast roast them on their video you know like so just so like instead of them writing questions in say do a do a saturday night submission yeah send in a quick like just dm it to our instagram and then we can fucking talk about that as well but i was thinking a call it would be classic if people actually do it yeah we just just leave just pick one number and just put it down and then bang leave that out there it'd be funny though if we just have no calls at all the whole time no i'll definitely set up some fake ones (laughs) yeah yeah just set up a couple just get the ball get six nine on the line yeah (laughs) (laughs) money better be bro you're right yeah Yeah. i'll get uh any gear (laughs) yeah no i don't stay away from that one Uh, fuck. Freddy's like, yep, idea. I'll buy six. <laughs> <laughs> you were the one fucked up on Amity. Yeah. Oh, what are you talking <laughs> about? Why do you keep making up these stories, bro? I six that's units what that of cast is for. He fucking smuggled shit down. Well, he went over the border. border. Yeah. He went over the border. It's mm. down. Oh, m- bags in your. <laughs> That's it, bang! Did Go you on. do that with yours? No, but Keenan did yesterday. Yeah, I, got, he, I got over the border. He's got to get. One, he's got to get. Got to get one of those fiberglass jobs. I just man. got in, and the guy was standing in front of the queue, and I was like, "You don't let me in, eh? See, I got the stuff in my pocket." <laughs> oh, so we got a full Mexican yeah. idea. Well, yeah, I was. I was <laughs> Chupapi monyano. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're getting shot on my own. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> Safety. Yeah, we got a you know? yeah. Winston repeater. I don't know what the fuck it's called. What? <laughs> the gun. Oh yeah, no, nah, three fifty seven revolver. Uh it's yeah, it's that that's your classic like uh side side saddle on the horse gun. I'll get a yeah. I'll get a M nine upstairs. Oh nineteen eleven. Yeah. I'll go get it if you want. A nine eleven? <laughs> no. <laughs> nine eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, too soon. Probably. Oh, well. Definitely. Anyway. <laughs> 20 years? No. But anyway, we've just wrapped this bitch up. We've <laughs> yeah. been going for an hour now. That's you a good way to finish. Should run through those the next round's games I can normally do real quick. Oh, hurts. okay. Yeah. yeah. Next week's games. Well, we, are, we, are, to hurt too, we are a rugby league podcast. Yeah, um, yeah not a drug, gun slash bloods, crips and... And Freddy. Takashi 6 Steroids. And we've got to try to step up our social... Yeah. Fucking media game. Yeah, we've been lacking. <laughs> we've been, but, um, been lacking and packing, you know. We need to get... Yeah. Yeah, I feel you, dog. I feel you. Yeah, but so we got... Uh, we start the fucking thing with... I need fucking kill you. Um, <laughs> Rabido Storm. Storm. Fuck Ra- the Rabido's. has got a few injuries. Reynolds is out for four weeks. Campbell, Campbell Graham's gone. So yeah, so Cody Walker will just go back straight back to, to the, the halves. halves. Yeah, and they'll have to push Alex Johnson fullback. And Cody did a good job at a fullback. <laughs> he did. He did really well. Yeah, obviously, he yaks. That, la- yaks. 
he lacks that young person's speed, but he's so he just guides yeah. so well, yeah. even from full, full yeah. back. I don't see them getting over Melbourne, but especially without their without their big guns, really like no Latrell, no Reynolds, no, no Campbell Graham, those sort of players. So yeah, so we got Rabbitoh. We were choosing St- Storm over that. Then we got Panthers, Sharks, Panthers, obviously. Yeah, I got Panthers for sure. Panthers, yeah. yeah, and then we got Eels, Roosters, fucking Eels, just because of injury. Yeah, probably injury. Yeah, I think Tedesco will be back, but. I don't know if that'll be enough. You just lose B-Moz and Lindsay to add, just to add to the injury toll. So, yeah, I think Parramatta would probably get over there. Yeah. The Raiders, Knights. That's it. Uh, I don't think Raiders are going to lose again. No, I, I don't. Raiders have done nothing for me. Like, ever. Nah, this whole year they've been terrible. The Papali's won, back yeah, this week, shit. isn't he? The game, the games the Raiders no, have Papa won Lee. terrible. <laughs> Papalihi. Papalihi. <laughs> I, I, that one literally whichever team shows up because the Knights have been pretty disappointing too after they started the season two really good wins yeah look really good so whoever shows up will win that but I'll probably I'll probably tip the Knights just just because I don't like Canberra at the moment the way they're playing yeah I'd say I'm gonna tick a rate uh, Raiders on that just because I don't think that I think they'll fucking come back from their shit house performances mm. of recent. Then we got Tigers, Titans. You go Titans on that, unless yeah. unless Tigers start playing all right footy from about ten minutes into the game, and then Titans will buckle because <laughs> they'll be so fatigued. Um, <laughs> because you know, if you've got a halfback as Ash Taylor, who's probably doing no fucking fitness, but you, David Fafita will probably just score four tries again. Yeah. yeah. But what do you, do you do? You see Ash Taylor playing NRL in the next couple of years? Or? Well, his contract's up at the end of this year, so I don't know what they do with him. Maybe offer him a couple of hundred, and if he stays, he stays. If he doesn't, you get rid of him. But then, where does he go? Like I know we could, you know, West Mitchie, we could take him there. Well, there's a lot of clubs that are. God, who farted? Oh, there's a lot of clubs like there's there's this it smells it smells <laughs> like some some guy's sperm from the fucking the the house festival the from the border to. where he's just smuggling he's like oh let me through puppy <laughs> there's a there's it a smells like mdma caps that exploded <laughs> in his arsehole <laughs> yeah. still wrapped up in the toilet paper <laughs> oh kid could you get me another beer man no this podcast <laughs> is over bro you gotta go home <laughs> i don't want you hanging around more than you usually yeah, yeah, do well. Yeah, what you're There's a lack of halves in the NRL at the moment, so some some, some club will pick him up. It's just going to be for how much. So um, it'll be interesting to see. I don't I don't see him as a, as an option as a as a starting seven in many NRL teams anymore. But some club might find find a home for him. And I don't know. Good luck to him. Um, and then we go on to the Cowboys Broncos. Obviously, Broncos are one of the Premiership favourites again. <laughs> that have to be easy. Um, you saw that thing where it said the last time in two thousand and six, six when they yeah, came back, came back yeah. yeah, for their second biggest comeback, and then they went on to win it. Well, it's pretty much like written in the stars now, isn't oh, it? Like, all we hey, all we got to do is win like the next two games will be in the top eight, and then. Just sit there and just win the final game. Because there is that huge gap this year, right? Oh, that, it's, it's crazy how the top, it's like the top three, then yeah. you've got the, the next three teams and then it's yeah. just a four. I feel like yeah. it's not that hard to make the eight anymore now though. Yeah. Like it's more harder to make the top four, but to make the eight is not that difficult. You only got to string a couple of wins together and you're already well, going to fucking the, pass someone. It's because the divide isn't in, in the center of the comp where the top eight teams are above the bottom. Yeah. It's like the top, Four or five are really pass, and then the rest of them are, are almost fucking equal. Like obviously, the few teams sitting down the bottom, but 
you can get yourself from fifth to twelfth between there. It's there's like four very points easy, so. difference between like second last and eight. Yeah. yeah, like almost. Well, there's been seasons before where you, you you can be on equal points with the bloke in seventh, and you'd be in tenth. So you just need to really just stick to like if you can stick around the eight. Like the Warriors yesterday, that win was massive for them. They stick themselves in eighth position. If you can just stick there all year, there's a good chance you, you're gonna come come into the into contention. But at the end of the year, like, what you really don't want to do is start losing shit games early because that's when you really come undone. At the end of the year, you're struggling. You got at the end of the season, you need to win three games out of your last five. Whereas you pick up a couple of those shitty games now, and and the story's different. Say so if you win two more, you probably cement yourself a spot. You know, so you know what's funny is. The commentary, because oh, I always watch Channel 9, because yeah. sometimes KO, but... Block or They were saying, how how much... What would be the... Like, over the last five, five to ten years, how much better would have Benji Marshall been if he didn't have to go through WrestleMania? You know, like how we went through that whole wrestle period? Yeah. Because you're seeing this year what happens to those real playmakers and those real off-the-cuff players when the wrestle's taken out of it because of six again calls and because of the fatigue that every team's played. Like, Benji looks like he's fucking 25. Mm. And he's playing like that. And that that's that's one yeah. of the biggest benefits of having this six again and not stopping for a penalty and it rolls on. Players get fatigued. They get on the back foot. And then be- players like Benji and stuff, they're just in form. And imagine if Benji had that and he did it like that. Uh, I think it was... Oh, was it? It might have been Andrew Johns who said that. Imagine the height of his career if he yeah. kept being able to play. Because when he first came into it, him and Scotty Prince at West Tigers, they had it was free flowing like that. There well, wasn't that much wrestle in it. That's yeah. how they won the premiership. That's how the premiership was. The Tigers were the first team to generate quick play the balls, mm. and all they did was quick play the ball, bang on. So that's, yeah. their whole 2005 premiership was just off quick play the ball. So yeah. Benji came into he's came in he's. Played a lot of touch as a young fella, quick play the balls into it. And then once he came into the league, his side revolutionized the quick play the ball. Tim Sheens came, was the, was the coach there. And they would just bang, down and up, down and up, play the ball, and then let Benji just go. So now that the game's sort of getting back to that, um, he's just killing it. But I, I have a fear it's, it's going to be some sort of phase. Like we go through these phases in NRL. There was the wrestle phase, and, and that, that's how the game was for a long time. And now we've got the speed phase, and... Yes, I don't know how long it's going to last until the next phase comes in, but by that point, Benji will be long and gone. But he's definitely looking now like he did when he was a lot younger. So he's he's really found the found the youth and he's using it well. So, so yeah, you, well, you want to finish on that? Fox? Yeah, we're just I'm tu- fucking going yeah. off here. We're just turning well, shit off. Are you tired? Yeah, well, do you want to cap? Shut the yeah. fuck up. Keenan's fucking headlights are turned off because he's got no power there. But we're just going to give a quick shout out to our boy Nate. I, I just, well, I just remember then. I want to shout out to my boy um, Tim uh, Williams over at uh, Brighton. He, uh, he was the coach when we played. Yeah, yeah played Brighton. Uh, he, he strapped the boots. He strapped the boots on late last year, and he's coming off two knee recons. Uh, he did his first one when I played him when I was young, young. And um, I, I like stepped around him and he just changed direction and he went down straight away. 
Um, and then he did another one and then he strapped the boots on. He's just been coaching, hasn't been playing, hasn't been doing like fitness or anything. And then now he's going into his third knee recon. Oh, really? But he, he messaged me and he said, he, and he's like, oh, at least I got you, you fucking weirdos to listen to every week. <laughs> <laughs> and so he listens to it every week. So shout yeah, out to Timmy. Um, he just, he, he was in the public system. So it happened a while ago and he just got his, his ACL surgery for it done again nice. now. Wow. But yeah, I think he's, I I think Timmy's about five years older than me, so he's he's like around that thirty-eight or something like that. He's ancient. Yeah, he's yeah, ancient nice. as shit because I'm I'm the youngest ever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, no, shout big out shouts, to Nate. big shout to Timmy. Thanks, mate. I appreciate you listening in. Shouts to to Nady boy. Um, was he like sixty now? Sixty-five. Yeah. yeah, sixty-five. Yeah, but looking good, looking yeah. really good. Shout Nady. Really appreciate your support over the year and a half or so we've we've been running and. Um, doing a lot of good things over there the um narl starting up in what the 18th of june so i've seen a lot of pump up videos from every not, fucking club over there not far away the boys over there are getting keen shout out to keenan for um sitting down here even though he's still wired so <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah so next week we try to organize uh obviously we'll do saturday night submissions if we can get some videos in yeah. from the boys on saturday yeah. night when they're fucking rolling yeah um and then we'll do a the call, and, then, and then we'll do a phone line call in so we'll say exactly when we're recording and we'll put put keenan's number up on the <laughs> on Not a chance. or we'll put dano's <laughs> keenan's home yeah. phone number well, dano's got a missus now so no ever no other cunt's ever gonna call him so yeah <laughs> True, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we, we have to call in and just and just say some shit or ask a question while we're fucking recording. Yeah, loves it. Right, well, on the back of that, one more shout out to quickly to Brick Lane. Hook me up on Saturday afternoon, hooking the podcast up as always. Shout out to our bro at Black Sheep, James. Yeah, always looks after. James at Black Sheep loves it. Um, also, shout out to Mates Merchandise. I'm still rocking thongs of theirs, and they just get comfier as the days go by absolutely the best and um shout out to, to the boys and we'll fucking see you next week hey? yeah. make sure you and we're always we, looking for other sponsors so hit us yeah. up <laughs> we're looking for an mdma sponsor for keenan yeah. yeah. fuck off, i'm yeah. not coming next sure week. Hey, i'm going out next week and, and, and we gotta and, and we gotta get a guest on soon I, I i feel like people are getting sick of just listening to us three to kids well they're probably just getting sick of listening to you but not yes, us maybe too, we so. get Corey exactly. Oates on <laughs> He We're wouldn't be able to get here in time. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting Anthony too slow. Sort that out, Keaton. No, you used to live around the corner too, but Did he doesn't really? anymore. Yeah. Wait, we just get Anthony Don. Him and Keaton are good mates. Shut the fuck. <laughs> Where does the Don live? Down the coast. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right, well, make sure you don't be a mercenary and you, you keep that shit tight, you know. <laughs> keep Real it stiff. And stiff. Yeah, keep it stiff. Whichever like one fits you. Whichever one suits you. Tight or stiff, either or, but just keep it that way. So, but you moved out to Mitch's house. Does yeah. your missus live there too? No, she lives with her sister still. Oh, really? Mitchie, yeah. How is her sister older or younger? Older. It's a threesome, mate. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's a ranger, so it's not happening. Oh, you don't she's do rangers? I would, but not all of them. <laughs> so you just wouldn't her sister? Nah. <laughs> Probably not. Nah. What would you give it's her out of ten? Not enough to do her. <laughs> what it like she's a Brisbane five or <laughs> I'm gonna mess I'm gonna send her the link to this podcast. No, no, yeah. she's she's nice, but no, I couldn't. Sad. Yeah. If it was to be a ranger, she'd have to be like a nine or an Dana, or an you're ranger. a real piece of shit. She's probably a lovely lady. <laughs> Hopefully she rings in next week. <laughs> Don't be a mess, mate. Alright, peace. <laughs>